Welcome to Unapologetic Podcast. This is Miss Rose. And Daniel, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, the first part of this was speaking relationship like a business. And we got a lot of feedback. And a lot of people wouldn't really understand that people broke it down. So this week we'll be discussing speaking a business like a relationship. We'll break it down with me by that. Ms. Rose. Yes, I'm here. In full effect. How? How? Word. Word. So, you want to tell the people well, you know, um, in 2018, there's been this business boom of self-employment. Um, the reasons for that, I really don't know. To be honest, because I didn't like I went and did a study or did research of this, but I, I do know that there has been a, a large boom of uh, self-employment mm-hmm. enterprises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the problem, I've been seeing a lot of problems, and there's some good things that go along with it, but it's a lot of problems that go along with it. And I just felt like people need to understand what it is to be an enterpriser. People need to understand that you have to nurture your business. You have to, you're in a relationship now with different people. It's a different type of relationship, but it's still a relationship, and it still has certain requirements. And, and that's why I thought this would be a great discussion to have today. businesses um people just learning into business or sorry just getting into business they don't set a the 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 standards that they need to set these major companies have employee manuals for a reason and the reason why they have these employee manuals is to basically like you said enter a contract these employees are entering a contract they have a clear understanding of what their job is what their benefits are and what their expectations of this company is and the company is supposed to lay out what you know and you know that's that's what we don't do with small businesses most of us don't set a standard we don't set out this manual we don't go across now don't get me wrong i have multiple businesses and do i have a manual like that no but i don't have employees right now (laughs) okay so but when i do hire just different uh contractors we go into a contract we set a standard it's i let them know what my expectations of them are and i ask them what their expectations of me are and we decide if we can continue going you know doing business together or not and a lot of people don't do that the problem i'm looking at in a lot of businesses also is we tend to make our um, the stereotypes especially that comes with black businesses Proceed to be true, and uh, um, some of the stereotypes I look at. Um, one of the biggest ones that I have an issue with is being on time. It's <laughs> being on time. It's like if you tell me we have an appointment at nine o'clock and you don't arrive until eleven or ten thirty or sometimes later than that, and that is insanity to me. I've been in management for years. Um, prior to you know going into my own business but I've worked in the corporate world as a manager in these corporate worlds they say managers are supposed to arrive at least 15 minutes before the start of their shift I'm one of the people that arrive 30 minutes before the start of my shift the reason why is if I'm coming in in the evening time I'm taking over from another manager 
I want to make sure that they did everything they need to do before they turn the shift over to me. I want to make sure that everything is in place before I take over. If there's anything that needs to be corrected before the the morning staff leave, I want it done. If I come in in the morning shift, I need to see what problems may arose the night before. I need to see if there's supplies I need to order in. So to me, it's it's disrespectful to not be there on time. It's disrespectful. You're not taking courtesy of my time. You're not taking courtesy of what I have else going on. It's like I have all day to sit there and wait for you. And even other businesses where you tell me if you set a time, a standard, that's a standard you're trying to set. If you tell me your store opens at 9 o'clock, but you don't come in till 11, and then you treat me as if, I well, you should have waited till 11, you know, <laughs> to come in. You know, it's like I no longer value you as a business owner. To me, you're a joke. And I'm going to find somebody else that's going to be there on time. I love to try to solicit black businesses to support other black businesses, but you got to make me want to do it. My, one of my things is, uh, that goes along with professionalism. Uh-huh. One of my main things is moral business owners, some business owners, everybody that goes along the lines of that stereotype, mm-hmm. you know, all black people decide. And it shouldn't be like that. Or if you're a black business owner, you have a white customer, you should be with excellent service. So when a black person crazy, you know, not taking that same standard, that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with that on many occasions, but I was learning that a lot of people who go to business really against the people. We have talked about that once before. That you know, some people really sit to see this because they see behind the scenes, right? Or kind of the finance things of that nature. Right, right. There's some people, like I said, I have, I know a guy. Um, can't necessarily say with friends, but I know a guy, and I say it all the time. He owns. A business and I say he's not meant to run a business he's for one he doesn't have any customer service skills um, he has a habit of picking and choosing who he decides he's going to help me you cannot do that okay right. um, it's not um, you can't make it personal and um, it just seems like he makes things personal even though these he may not even know these people if for some reason he just picks and chooses who he decides to help. And I don't know how he does it. I don't know what clicks off in his brain or not. But, you know, it's just something I noticed that he does. And um, he doesn't have any organization skills. He's one of the people that's always late. And I'm like, he's just not here. He should have just been a financial backer. He should have been mm-hmm. in the background. He should have hired a staff to run this or something because this is not his forte. Okay. And um, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Everybody, I I tell you this, me and you've had this discussion in private, you know, when we deal with different um, people in business because both of us are business owners, is everybody's just not meant to be there. And everybody's not meant to be the business owner. It's just not. Some people are meant to be employees. <laughs> they are. And you hate to say that, but that's just the truth. And because some people, they don't have that skill to run that business. They don't have that drive to run it. And they don't have the, the customer service. You have to be a pe- I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm not the biggest people person, but I know how to talk to people and deal with people. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like people, communication is main, basically key mm-hmm. in the business like relationship. That's number one. That's, we can put that as number one, communication. Because that sets the standard of how this business relationship is going to be Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the whole thing. I, I'll tell you something that it kind of irritated me. Um, I hosted an event. Um, last Saturday uh, before Christmas and I I, I want to thank the ladies that did show up uh, to this event but 
there was a couple people that I invited, and it was a reason why I had this event. And it was a reason why I picked out particular people to show up to this event. So what it irritated me about this particular thing is a couple people text me, not only like some people text me like a half an hour before the event or a half an hour after the event started, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it, and blah, blah, blah. And some people didn't message at all. And so it, what I found hilarious is you just missed out on some opportunities that was that was sitting there for you. But not only that, to call me a half an hour or text me a half an hour before the event or during the event, um, you should have been, you knew that she wasn't coming in the first place, you know, and I would have gave your spot to someone else. So it's that courtesy piece to it. Um, or even a few that contacted me after the event and said, hey, I, I heard that you did this. Um, I want to be a part of it. Uh, no. No, because the whole thing for me was when I first asked for your presence there, you told me you would be there. And so I counted you into this session for a reason. There was a reason why I asked these particular people to be there. And so now that you heard what the, what the event was really all about, because part of me was testing the, the people that I was dealing with. I'm be honest with you. Part of it was a test. And the reason why is because I need to see your level of professionalism. If you tell me you're going to come and you then decide not to show up, not to call, or call me just before the event happened when you had plenty of notice, I have a problem with that. Because if I call you to do an event and you don't show up, I'm going to have problems with that. Because I don't want to have to go and um, try to find somebody at the last minute to cover your space. My thing is, did I pay for these ladies to come out? No. But they had free food, free alcohol, and they were coming into a business thing that, that didn't require them to put money into it. It actually required, it actually was coming in to help expand their businesses. So you just missed out on the opportunity to expand your own business. I'm not, I'm not selling you anything. So, number two, mm-hmm. number two for uh, filling your business like relationships, I have uh, faith and problems head on. Yes. Uh, if you want to put it in, <laughs> you probably won't laugh. Put it in terms of don't go to bed with a hook. Basically, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go to bed angry. Basically, you don't want problems later. Say if you're in business with someone and they've done something that really didn't fit too well with you and it's detrimental to the uh, extension of your business, deal with it. Don't be shy or scared or bashful about the situation, especially if they're your life to do with fear and for money. Face problems head on. Deal with them. And be tactful about it. Scared too. Be what? Tactful? Yes. Yes. A lot of people... Uh, you know, we are human, you know, and we have emotions and feelings, but deal with those things. And once you deal with that, get yourself together and deal with that problem. So you don't want things to pop up once again down the line. Right. Uh, another one I have for a uh, business like relationship is honesty. Being honest is one of those. And one of the top things for the simple fact of what you just said, some people will call you last minute and say, oh, I can't make it this and Majority of the time, this is not just with business, this is with anything. Majority of the time, when we are asked a question, uh-huh. we know if we really want to go or not. Uh-huh. And sometimes people are like, okay, yeah, um, okay, I'll let you know. You know, Basically, it's yes or no. Don't say yes or no. If you can, okay, cool. But if you can't, just do it like that. Especially when you're dealing with business. The money don't wait on people. Opportunities right. don't wait on people. Right. You have to seize the moment. I, I completely agree with you on that one. It, and that, you know, it's almost like you need to create a, 
<laughs> sounds crazy, but you kind of want to create a bylaw for people that want to get in the business. And it's like, if you can't do this X, Y, and Z, then you don't need to run a business. But, you know, you can't do that. But, right. you know, people have to come in and fail at their own cost. The, the whole point of us having this discussion is I know some really good businesses that fail because they don't understand what they're doing wrong. And one thing that I will say, everyone is business owners. We have to learn to listen to each other, especially other business owners. Listen to the ones that fail and listen to the ones that succeeded. And the reason why you want to listen to the ones that failed because you don't want to repeat the same mistakes. Okay. And you want to listen to the ones that succeeded because you can take, maybe take something they're done and help it work, make it work for you. All of us are in different, a lot of people are in different industries. Some of us are in the same industries. And I don't feel like anybody's in competition with me but me. There are some people that might be in the same industry as me. They do something better than me. And I have no problem recommending you to them if I feel like I can't do it. If mine booked, then I don't have no problem recommending someone else to them because there's enough of us to go around. I, I, I noticed somebody said this and I had this conversation with somebody uh, previously about something I was looking into getting to and they were like, the market is saturated. And I was like, maybe it is, but the people that I might target, you know, might be a different target. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't stop me from trying to see where I can go with it. And there's nothing wrong with failing in the business as long as you pay attention to what you're doing and why you failed and don't repeat it you gotta you gotta fail sometimes in order to win that goes into the next one that i have down for putting your business i can make you sustain open mind Uh, Um, yes it's not going to be any type of expansion or success if you don't stay open-minded if you close-minded and cut off eyes if you just uh, you pointed out that you stay close-minded and don't accept new ideas. How can you expand and be and reach your full potential? I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Um, you have any other rules or stereotypes that you could think of? Um, let me cover treating everybody. Let me keep treating everybody the same. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, not not okay. Okay. Well, how about we take a quick break and then we come back and we and we talk about some of the positives of being in business. I have a list for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a moment. And if I don't react the way he won't, he might 
Welcome back, Miss Rose here. And I'm here. This week's subject, treating your business like a relationship. This is part two of when we can discuss treating your relationship like a business, which um, got me out of a lot of feedback. This week, we're reversing it, treating your business like a relationship. We touched on some things that um, we dislike with being entrepreneurs. And we're now going to touch on the good qualities and how we all can be successful because there is no limit to the money. <laughs> There's money and opportunity out here for everybody every single day. What are some of the things that we can do as business owners to help each other? Um, some of the things that I, I think we can do is, is something we touched on a little bit earlier is start to be open-minded and communicate. Uh, what I've noticed is, and like I told you, I, I struggle. I, I'm a homebody. I like being at home, being comfortable. <laughs> but I force myself to go out and meet new people. And in, in my efforts to do that, I've met some great business owners. And we've started to establish relationships. And um, those relationships, they, they evolve into friendships eventually. But, we, you know, it still keeps it pretty much business. So what we do a lot of times is we, you know, we network. We'll message each other, say, hey, how's business going? This is what I got going on. We recommend different, and we see something that comes across that we feel like uh, one of us might uh, benefit from. We message them and send them the message. Um, I have a great guy that I formed a relationship with, that um, a photographer, and he's done a, an event for me, and he did an amazing job and we have some events lined up for 2019 and we're actually working on a couple other projects now together but the whole thing in a nutshell is he'll see something and he'll be like hey i seen this i recommended you uh she's you know waiting for your call and vice versa and same thing even with um, a graphic designer i've just worked with now we've established a relationship so you know and i've recommended him to other people that are looking for graphic designers and, you know, he sent people my way. So it comes to a point uh, we have to start forming these relationships and start trusting each other to a certain extent um, and communicating. You know, even if it's just shooting a text, like, hey, uh, what you up to? You know, what's going on? This is what I got going on. If you uh, see this, this is what I'm looking for. And helping each other out because if, if sometimes what we have to realize is, if I succeed, then my graphic artist succeed, my photographer succeed, my, uh, you know, whoever is in this whole project succeed. My, if I have to hire somebody to come in and decorate an event, they succeed. So all of our success is relying on each other. And we have to realize that that's what it's doing and stop going after that um, it's me, it's just me type deal. Because sometimes it takes the army to, to, to make something a success. Mm-hmm. For me, it's being consistent. Consistency is a good thing for entrepreneurs to have. And staying consistent in your quality, your substance, whatever you're selling, stay consistent with it and always try to get back. A lot of people just stay stagnant and they don't grow. So you have to really get out of that mind frame of, oh, I'm comfortable. Comfortability kills a lot of people. And as we know, you know, the first year of the business is when it's off. First few years, depending on the business itself. But anything, anytime you get comfortable, to me, something's wrong. 
Yep. Something's wrong. You should never be comfortable in business. You, you shouldn't be all that comfortable in life because at some point that means you're just stuck in, in, a, in one place. So as bad as it might sound, like, what do you mean you're not supposed to be comfortable in life? You're always supposed to be growing and developing. Anything not growing is dead. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's easier to work with men or women? Um, I have no preference. What it depends on is the professionalism. Mm-hmm. If you carry yourself professional, then I can do business, so it don't matter. If you're basically belligerent and ignorant when it comes to business, mm-hmm. and you're just talking outside of your neck, then male or female, no, we're not doing business. Okay. It can go either way. I do find it slightly easier for me to work with men. We know why. Hmm? What's that? We know why. (laughs) Nah. Nah. It's not the reasons you think. Whatever. We know why. Come on now. Nah. No, honestly though, I don't like. I, I personally, because I'm I'm extremely professional, so I really don't like when I a business and I get a lot of men hit on me when we work on a business. I don't really care for that because I like to keep it professional. So right. never never make business exactly. So I don't. Never. That's not never. a right. I, I agree with you a hundred and fifty percent. But, you know, when everything's said and done, you know. Go ahead. No, uh, say it. I was joking. When everything's said and done, hey, you know. Hey, no. No, 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 no. I'm going to send you to the corner. But I'm single, so I'm just talking to the Never make business with I'm serious about that. No, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, so it doesn't matter to me. I just find that, um, especially the businesses I have, uh, I noticed that working with men, if they feel that you are, if, if they feel your power and that, that you have something that they don't, then they're going to strike. So dealing with women, it's kind of different because it'll come back their opposite sex. And some be like, oh, okay. I really don't know what we're going to do a woman. My real. You know, I know I had to think about it because it reminded me of that movie, What Women Want. Um, so you know, they could be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna work with him, but why are you working with me? What is the end result? Is it to really make business with you know, do business with me, or is it a motive? You gotta kill motive. You gotta know our true intent when we do things. And that is a major, major discussion to have also. What is people who intent? And you know, everyone's intent may not be like this. That's true. And that's, that's the whole thing of going and treating your business like a relationship. You may come in with a great intent for longevity. There's my Detroit term. That's true. I mean, the, the whole thing in nutshell, it doesn't matter if they're male or female. You have to look at the... Um, objective of any person you work with and so you're 100% right about that I think what we have to do is like I said the, the when you think about treating your business like a relationship and you go back to uh, our first podcast where we talked about treating a relationship like a business the one thing you're still going to have to do is uh, interview that person you know, you're going to interview the person that you're working with. And you want to try to figure out what their objective is. What their, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's like you dating, you, you still kind of, you know, dating this person. You're screening them for the dating process, you know. That's right, you're dating them. They're seeing where they're telling you that. Right. And, One of the biggest things, like you just said, I mean, it's what you want to grow. So mm-hmm. I just want to elaborate. One thing is 
you really don't know a person until you sit down and have a conversation with them. Exactly. And, and that goes into the stereotype that you said a lot of businesses have. They have stereotypes because they just see you not knowing, you know, they going off what you drive and what you put up in or what you weigh and wearing. Instead of having a conversation with a person, trying to figure out why are they doing these type of things that they're doing. Now, I will I will say something that, uh, and it's a personal thing of mine. It doesn't have to do with anything anybody said to me or anything that I feel. Sometimes I do feel like I'm not dressed for certain things properly. And a lot of times it's because I'm not prepared for it in a way. My, I, I have a business partner in one of my businesses, and he has a habit of just randomly doing things. And then I'll be like, hey, why the hell you didn't tell me because I'm not prepared you know i'm always prepared mentally i'm always prepared on paper but you know sometimes it is a little bit about appearance depending on what you're going to do you know and well, so well, let's go ahead and add that to the list yeah Best for success. exactly when you, house, when you leave the house you have to keep in mind especially you're the entrepreneur you are a business you are a walking gilbert exactly and and, and one great thing that you just pointed out that you realize mm-hmm. that's where you was lacking at. And yeah. you're making the effort and taking the steps to correct it. Exactly. That's the thing we have to do for ourselves as business owners. I think if you're a business owner, at this point, at the end of this year, and you should have been doing this already, is sitting down and analyzing what you did good and what you did bad so you can start to change it in 2019. You don't really want to go into 2019 doing the same things that you were doing before that you know was negative against your business. So I did this. I I sat down with my business partner. We did in October. We sat down and we said, look, okay, this is not, we have to change some things up here. And one of the things we discussed was, like I said, the way me sometimes I'm a mother I run several businesses I'm tired I deal with a knucklehead that drives me crazy at times so it's like sometimes I'll throw sweatpants and a t-shirt and I'll be like where are we going you know (laughs) but but I realize that I am my brand and so that means if I got to take a little bit more time and go put on something different and change up or you know make sure that when I walk out the door, I represent my brand, then that's what I got to do. Do I always want to do it? No, I don't. Sometimes I don't even want to get out the bed, and it's a struggle. Like today, it's rainy in Georgia today. It's been rainy, it's thunderstorms. It's, I don't want to do my hair. All I wanted to do was brush my teeth and throw on some sweatpants, but I couldn't. I had to go put some clothes up. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, um, I am my brand, and I have to, you know, change some things up that way. And those are things that, you know, we had to talk about. I had to talk about making sure that people understand that this isn't a game we're playing. This is our business. This is our livelihood, and they can't play that game with us. You know, one thing I can't stand, and I know we're talking about the positives, but I just need to say this, too. Please, 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 please stop asking black businesses for discounts (laughs) because, it's it's almost it's it's an insult it's an insult to what we do it's an insult to our brand it's almost like you take us as a joke and we work hard we're working hard to build something for ourselves we're working hard to build a name we're working hard to build a brand we're working hard to take care of our families and our houses and and to provide something for you whether it be a service or a product and I get family members. I'm my aunt who lives in another state. I live in Georgia. She lives in Ohio. Okay. She calls me up and she goes, "I need you to make a cake for a baby shower." And I want it to be uh, like the basketball goal hoop or something. I don't know, something with basketball, and, um, because that's what she likes. And she having a boy and blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, so when you need this cake for and what's your budget? Um, I need it for Saturday. Now, granted, this is like a Monday or something. 
and I ain't got no money. Why don't you hook me up? So you want me to make a cake, get it to Ohio, and not pay me a dime? You don't lost your rabbit mind. Right. Aunt or no aunt. You're not even taking consideration of that I'm running a business. You're not taking consideration of my time. You're not taking consideration of my bills or my kids I got to feed. And I'm, you know, everybody knows me. I don't disrespect my family and my aunt and them to a certain extent, but there's certain things I'm not going to do. And did I cuss at her or anything? No. But I did tell her she done lost her rabbit mind. Huh. <laughs> You have lost your mind because I'm not, you asking me to bake a cake for somebody I don't know for one, and you're not even trying to accommodate my travel, my time, my supplies, or anything. you not even said, I, I got five bucks, I got five on it, you could have put five on it, you know? <laughs> you you telling me to hook you up for free. No, that's not fair. That is not fair. So please respect the black business owners and stop asking us for discounts. Cause I don't not see you going to Foot Locker asking, hey, can you give me these Jordans for free and hook me up? You might ask your homeboy that, but I bet you may ask in that clerk that you don't know that. Absolutely right. Ms. Rose, can you go ahead and uh, run down the list of things are coming up that people are going to look forward to in 2019 that you have going on as far as the businesses? Oh, can't tell you everything because I don't know. But, <laughs> I mean, some things I'm not ready to reveal yet. But what I will tell you is, you know, um... I'm not ready to reveal? No, because... Well, no, 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 no. Talk about the shoes. Well, my shoes, yeah, I can talk about the shoes. <laughs> Thank you. I can talk about the shoes. I mean, yeah, I have my own shoe line coming out. Um, we're already doing pre-sales for them. They, um, you would have to go on the website and find them because I'm be honest, or I'm sorry, on our Facebook page to get the website link because I don't remember it by heart. I, I have like a lot of stuff going on. Not gonna lie to you, but they are real Italian leather shoes. They're custom made. They're designed by our team, our design team. Um, I already have models, shoe models coming up for them. I mean, we can already do some big things with the shoe line. It's going to be more than just shoes, but the shoes are coming out first. We're going to do a whole apparel line. Um, and what is the name of this The, the apparel line is Pompor GA. It's Pompor GA. Pompor GA has multiple divisions. Pompor GA has multiple divisions. We also have, uh, Pompor GA also does adult uh, parties. We have, uh, we did a pajama party last June that was great, um, but we also have the Valentine's party coming up. We have several other parties lined up for 2019. Um, we're going to be doing a monthly club outing um, during 20, and starting in 2019. Um, actually, it's probably starting in January. Those dates, all of those things will be released soon. Uh, we also have some other events from Port We're going to do a lot of different outings. We're going to do a, um, cause we got a lot of things we'd like to do. Uh, so we're going to do a paintball day. Um, that'll be fun. I, I know Donnell's coming, coming down here for that. <laughs> oh, uh, Donnell, uh, take your palm party, please, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> That's how you feeling? Popcorn player. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. I know uh, Pompor GA. We got our website. It's www.pompourga.ecwid.com. Those Those are some things that actually help you out for a discussion we're going to have next week. <laughs> what are we going to about next week? Next week, we're going to call it, um, we're going to call that episode Love, Life, Spice. Um, I do a uh, weekly meeting with couples and we talk about 
um, different relationship things and how to spice up our love life and bedroom. And the conversation topic came up of what do you do if your partner has a low sex drive? And that became a very interesting conversation uh, last week. So this next week we're going to do that conversation. We're going to talk about what would you do if your partner has a low sex drive. We're going to bring in a couple of uh, people from the um, group session that we had uh, on that conversation. We're going to bring in a, a co-owner of Pompor GA uh, in on that session. And so it, it's going to be a great, great conversation. We want to hear everybody's opinion on what you would do. Um, one of the other questions I have on that day is, why is people so afraid to discuss sex? We all do it. We all we wouldn't be here if our parents didn't do it. I know we don't want to think about it, but that's the truth, okay? And why are we so afraid to talk about it, especially to our partners? Because if our partners don't know what we're missing or how to please us, you're never going to get pleased. So I just think that that's a great conversation to have. Now, did you run from the conversation? Are you there? I am here with the conversation, <laughs> and, I, and I know I'm prepared <laughs> for this topic because I already know what I would do. Oh, say, oh, um, don't say right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Um, you want to take care of our sponsors for us? Oh, 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 oh! We definitely want to uh, shout out Pompor GA. Of course, that's Pompor GA. Uh, dot ecwid dot com. You also want to shout out Delectable Desserts and Eccentric Lounges. That's the de- Delectable Lounges at ecwid uh, dot com. Uh, we have Timeless Music. I don't know Timeless Music website. I'm sorry, <laughs> but That's yeah, fine. I, I believe Timeless Music is under construction right now. Okay. So okay. their website is uh, getting revamped. Okay. For a new year. And um, shout out to Roscoe M.O.E. Um, he's a Cleveland rap artist on the rise. Shout out to him. He just got married this year and have, he's expecting a baby. Um, shout out to him. I saw his brother live at an open mic, and I've been following him ever since. I became a fan instantly because of his character, his drive, as well as his talent. Um, shout out to all the fathers single fathers who taking care of their seed. Um, I know uh, we get talked about a lot and disregarded and disrespected, but shout out to all the fathers, especially Cold Bliss. Bruh, I, I, I love you, bruh. You take care of your business. Um, I've experienced a lot of things with you that you have shared with me, and you, you have my support 100% in everything that you do. Um, everybody is not doing things illegal. There are a lot of great, great men out here who's taking care of their responsibility and not running from it. So I just want to shout out to them. That's great. That's great. So why don't you tell, um, since this is our last podcast, 2018, do you have anything you want to want to leave in 2018? Uh, I want to leave all the negativity. Um, I learned a lot this year. Uh, my, my place caught on fire. I, I got hospitalized. My place caught on fire. So many things happened, but it was the lessons out of all of it. So I'm not upset. People was really tripping on me. Like, how are you smiling through all this? Well, I'm still here. That means I still got work to do. Um, we may lose materialistic things, but please remember the true value is life. That's one, one of the reasons why I wanted to say shout out to all those fathers who take care of their life. Material things can be replaced. So please, if you're a business owner, please, please always remember your true passion and why you do what what you're doing it for. Remember, things can be replaced, not people. That's a great, great way to leave in 2018. Um, I just want to say that you know what I'm going to leave in 2018 is uh, I go through a lot of things in silence. I don't talk, speak on a lot of things. I don't share a lot of things. And I will admit, and, and I'm not very good at admitting this or admitting anything about myself, you know, a piece of me was broken in 2018. 
But what I decided and, and what I had to learn for myself, and I did learn a lot from it, is that um, I can't allow people to have power over me um, in any kind of way, shape, fashion, or form. And the only way that um, I could be broken is if I give somebody the opportunity to break me. So um, I'm going to leave all that in 2018. I'm going to take and walk into 2019 looking for everything that's supposed to be mine and go after it. So what I want to tell you is um, it's okay to be weak sometimes and trust me it's coming from a person that does not like to be weak at all so (laughs) but i'm learning you are one of the strongest persons i've ever met i gotta say that i commend you on that and with that being said shout out to my mama (laughs) i love you that's my mama (laughs) (laughs) so by you being a mom by you being a mom i shout out you the outstanding job that you've done and continue to do, never losing sight of the goal, which is always to grow and have a future set for your kids. Whatever your kids want or desire, support that. You you can notice that at a young age, far as one or two. You can see their talents within them. Just nurture them. So shout out to Miss Rose, who is a single mom taking care of his I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I just want to thank everybody for listening, everybody for supporting Unapologetic through 2018. I hope you continue to support us through 2019. I want to thank all the new followers we've been getting on Facebook and Instagram, um, also on our uh, podcast sites. We're on Google Play. We're on um, Apple. We're on um, Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Um, hey! Yay! We on a lot of uh, hey. a lot of we're on probably about five or six different outlets right now. So I want to thank everybody. We've been getting new hits for sponsors. You'll uh, hear them throughout the uh, podcast. Um, so imagine, imagine people looking over our podcast, and then boom, we nationwide. There you I go. Had to, I, I had to say that. I had to say there that. You know, I'll be, be saying I've told so many times this year. <laughs> but, you know, people looking at numbers, oh, they ain't got this, that. Okay, that's all right. Everybody started somewhere. Guess what? I don't look at numbers. You know why? Because every day we grow and every day we get new followers. Every day we get new listeners. Every day somebody is feeling what we're saying. Every day. If you ain't following us, but you still listening to us, you just scared. We don't need you on our path. So we good. We don't need scared people. We need you to. We need strong people. We need you to man up. You want. You want to like us. Like us. Don't. Who, why you gotta follow the, the the what everybody else doing? Be your own person. If you can't be That's your right. own person, if you ain't supposed to be a unapologetic follower anyway. Right. So, right. So. That's why it's called unapologetic. We're and sorry, not sorry. There you well, go. There you go. <laughs> so all I'm saying is I am. We we promise we we promise to all our listeners because we are I'm watching y'all come after us. I get emails, I get hits, I get text messages. And by the way, call us and text us anytime, day or night. We get them. We pay attention. Talk to us on social media. We talk to y'all. We love to talk yes. to y'all. Okay. Yes. So hit us up on our social media, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. Call us or text us. We looking forward to talking to you. If you got a subject, throw it out there for us. We want to talk about it. We listening to you. That's that's what we here for. We are outlet. Y'all are our outlet. Y'all help us. Y'all are our therapists in our own way. Y'all let us say what we want to say. So we want to be y'all therapists too. Let's talk together. And that's one thing about unapologetic. We are basically open minded meaning. Let me say this. We respect everybody's opinion. We're not gonna downgrade or talk to you like what you're saying is dumb. Everybody is entitled to their opinion, and that's one thing that us as black people need to do is respect each other's opinion and thoughts and feelings. There you go. There you go. So, you know, I, what they say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one? Damn. <laughs> but, but a lot of shit come out of people's mouth. Okay, let me stop. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but, you know, Till next year. Till next year. (laughs) 
until next year. The, um, everybody be safe out there on uh, New Year. What Don't we'll drink and drive. Please do not drink and drive. Do you hear me? Do not drink and drive. That's one thing we should not be doing. All right? Yeah. A lot of outlets, Uber, Lyft. Or call a friend, girlfriend, whatever. Designated yeah, driver. I don't know if they still do free cabs if you're drunk, whatever. I don't know, but find a way. Find a way, because we need y'all. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah. We we want you to actually see 2019, so don't drink and drive. So uh, everybody have fun. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing New Year's just yet, but y'all have fun. We will see y'all. Well, we'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs> I won't see ya. I will talk to y'all next week in 2019, and we're going to talk about love life spice. What do you do if your mate, um, if your partner has a low sex drive? Great conversation. Say that for next week. Y'all know what you well, said. You know Say that for somebody else will. You know how y'all will female be. You know, oh, come on. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We don't believe that. I love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye.